Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. I'm not used to this speedy straight into it. There's no messing about with Gemma today. I, I, I'm emotionally spent. <laughs> Are you? Uh, my mum, I've just spent, the, I need to go and lie down in the dark room. I've just spent the last hour trying to set my mum up on Facebook. Oh no. With the oldest computer no. in the world. <laughs> To then find out, yeah, she's already got an account. Mm. <laughs> Do you know why? Because she really wants to. She's seen me like get bargains on Facebook Market. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My mum just instructs me what to get. No, my mum wants a bit of it. Just do it herself. I know. My mum will be like, "I need this," and you'll be like, "Well, there's this. It's two centimeters bigger." She's like, "No," as if like. She there is exactly what she wants, and it's my fault. That you must I not look properly. Down. Down. No. Yeah. Um, yes, I spent yesterday. Yesterday, I had to help my mum. She rightly hates you know when you open a PDF and it's like Adobe. No, she can't like it. Sends her into a frenzy. So I was having to convert things from one file to another. Oh. Not okay. Uh, so look we've got a third person in the podcast today hello magda she's sleeping she's what she's sleeping now she's having a little sleep um so yeah i feel a bit emotionally drained wrung out like jumping out the window. Yeah, and she comes with her laptop that looks like <clears throat> it looks oh, like my mum practically has to have a trolley for her laptop. But like she's got her passwords and all of her stuff stuck to the laptop. We'll have a tape. What's this bit of short hair? Oh, that's a bit of fringe that's gone around. Um so did you like my diagram that I drew, drew last week? <laughs> I think everyone loved the diagram. It was great. It wasn't at all what I was expecting. I, I thought it helped. I thought we needed a visual. Oh, sure. I loved it. I loved it. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for the level of detail. Yeah. That there was. Um nothing has nothing has happened since. No more embraces. No, it's all been very boring, really. It's all quiet on the no, embrace front. Because you've got so emotionally invested. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I'm not happy about, though, oh, is that, um, yeah, um, is that the council, they've closed a footpath down. I don't think this is legal. You can't close a public footpath, can you? Or can you? Well, I think it probably changes from county to county, but no. So I had this lovely circular walk. Yeah. Now, admittedly, which I think this is why they've closed it, you did have to go over a railway line. And there's a little sign that says there were too many close calls. Oh, so maybe. And so they're, now they're in consultation with the rail company and it won't be reopened until at least 2024. Oh, that's so stupid. Just build a bridge. There are people with no fucking jobs. Get a bridge built. Also, it's natural selection. I'm sorry. Not everyone can live forever. Remind me of this and all my family are dropping down like flies. I'm really sorry. But do you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to cross a railway crossing... Do it safely or suffer the consequence. Well, the dog always used to get really scared. So I always had to pick the dog up 
Yeah, and I then, mean, I'm filled with anxiety. We walk next to a railway thing and I just spend the entire time screaming at the dogs, like yeah. breathing into a brown paper bag. My, um, We used to live in a house years ago um, that backed onto a railway line and um, our cat had its tail chopped off by a train. It came in with just this sinew dangling. <laughs> and I was like, Corky, you've definitely used all of your nine lives there. That yeah, must have been a close call. Whenever I think of cats and their nine lives, I always think of like um, Tom and Jerry or Sylvester and Tweety Bird, you know, when things used to happen to them and they'd have a little cat angel that would fly out of them. I can basically, when I see cats, sometimes I'm like, oh, I can imagine the little cat cat angel floating out of you. Whilst you carry- ben thinks he's a cat. He thinks he's a cat. He's that so cat. close to our cat Mac, not max max is the cat I had before what's my cat called milo oh dear sorry milo. Is, tom, is tom at all close to the cat as it's his cat well, not as much like so this is like i'm not even exaggerating the cat Tommy doesn't like animals, animals but no. loves the cat he's very protective of all of our animals um but just can't abide watching the meat we've we've narrowed it down what it is that he hates about them he doesn't like watching animals eat makes him feel sick which is fair enough um but like the cat will come in every morning at half past seven sit on the windowsill and meow right and then the cat will immediately go up to ben and the two of them it's disgusting because the cats probably spent all night eating things do they rub their faces against each other for about 30 seconds oh. and like then then Ben starts crawling around on his hands and knees, meowing. I say that either the cat thinks that Ben's a cat or the cat thinks that the cat's a Ben. I'm sure my dog Mouse thinks that she's my kid's mum. You lay, like, when I had... You know when you, you're pregnant with your first one and you can actually rest, but you don't because you, you don't realise what's going to happen with your subsequent pregnancies when no one gives a shit and you never get a chance to rest? Yes. But I used to do quite a lot of sleeping. Any chance, you know me, any chance to be in the boffice, I'll be in there. And so she did a lot of, of lying with the bump. It was just me and her. She's the firstborn. And like as soon as the babies came home, they have all these things that you read about how to introduce your dog to the baby and stuff. And she literally is obsessed, obsessed with them. She's obsessed with babies in general. If you leave her next to a baby, she will get in. She'll get into car seats and cuddle up with them and lick their faces. So she, she's just obsessed. She gets, she spends all day on Ned's bed until he gets home. I'm sure she, she's just like, mm. me and her are the parents. Joe's just this odd person that we allow to live with us. Um, I was going to, I was going to ask you a question. Did you want to talk about something special this week? Or did I, I, did, I thought it's been a while and I would love the laundrettes anyone who's got a topic they would like us to put through the ringer we haven't done a, a call out for a topic for a while but I don't know why but after last week I was thinking about what is now slightly offensively called tweakments I know we didn't run that past me no so tweakments but plastic surgery Okay, right. So, and I just thought, I wonder what, I don't know why I was thinking about it, but I was like, oh, I wonder if Jenna would have any plastic surgery done. We're yeah, going to so. talk about it as if money's no option. Oh, okay. 
okay right. this is what i want i want someone to um i want my diastasis recti fi fixed and a tummy tuck yeah um i want um uh oh it. she's run out of steam quite early on yeah, like, i want i want this there what's that yeah. called um under the chin my my, my I don't know what chin, chin yeah I, I want that sorted. I want my jawline sorted. I want um, these doing. I want Botox on my forehead as well. And I don't like my knuckles, but I don't think we can do anything about it. You could probably put hyaluronic fillers in your knuckles. I don't like my knuckles. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, I would definitely. But I think I'm. See, it's a slippery slope, right? It is really slippery. And I'll slope. tell you why. I'll tell you why it's a slippery slope trippy because i obviously get my eyelashes done and my nails and my eyebrows right now i would never I, like i mean i came to this quite late in life to which you will testify like yeah. i before i met you before you convinced me to put things on my face i was i, I wasn't i didn't even moisturize my face no i was too scared because i thought it would make my spots worse so so then i sort of like oh i started getting into it and then i went at least then i went and got my nails done and then and then i thought oh i wonder what eyelashes i got my eyelashes done and then i got my eyebrows done and then the lady who does the eyelashes and eyebrows has now expanded and she has like opened up not her she's got someone else in opened up an aesthetics room and i'm like what's that what's yeah. that in that what's in that room and she went, well that's where we do the lip fillers and the botox and i just like i was like don't ever let me in that room because like it would just be another thing that I will have to pay to do. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? And it's funny because I'm trained in aesthetics. I stopped short of the practicals. So I'm not practically trained, but I could practically train, but I don't know that I would. But I've always been very much a no to getting anything done. I've had a, quite a few friends now who have saved up and had boob reduction and these are they've had boob reduction because they were like hey i'm sick of having a bad back bad back shoulders i'm sick of having to spend i mean good bras they're like i'm sick of having spent like 80 quid a bra yeah it's ridiculous they should they should be you know they should be also like funded by the government <laughs> It's so ridiculous it's not like if you've got a massive penis you have to buy bigger pants okay but a question is there a physical or biological or physiological reason other than just to make them look a bit better oh yeah to wearing a bra i think um gravity is not our friend in anything. Yeah, no, but but not like not talking about like that's aesthetic. If so. you don't mind them being under your knees, then so is it, there's is, no. Is it I don't think there's thing. any biological reason. So what I mean is, is is it a societal thing that we think we're expected to wear bras, and therefore you know they cost a bloody fortune? Like you said, men aren't expected to strap the penis to the legs. No, but I would have thought, and I'm speaking as someone with a, a moderate C cup, that having massive boobs hanging around must also come with problems. Unfurled massive boobs, because that in itself, gravity on them, 
must be. Well, I had a friend when I was in sixth form. Who had one. Just, well, it wasn't, I wouldn't really even call her that, to be honest. An acquaintance. We were there together, right? But um, she had the most amazing hair. Right. But it was so thick. Yeah. That it used to give her headaches. Yeah. So one day she just came into school with like a pixie cut and she's had a pixie cut ever since because she couldn't stand the weight of all this hair on her head. She should have got an undercut. I mean, I'm sure she looks great with a pixie cut, but that's what I'd do. She did. It really, really suited her actually. But like constantly, and I don't, you know, like if you ever, you don't really wear your hair up a lot, do you? <coughs> no, because I'm literally so lazy that even tying my hair up is a step too far. But like if I've had my hair, because my hair's very thick. And oh, that I've horrible had... feeling of it pulling on your scalp. Yeah. Gives me a headache yeah. if I have it up too long. Um, so anyway, we've got I off have... track. So there's no... So I have friends who've, who've saved for, for boob reductions and I can get that. And I would love to have a modest boob job because um, I think, and, and one of my friends, I think, always felt like she was a larger size than she was because of the size of her boobs that is and since having her boobs reduced I think feels a lot better in the way that she looks in clothes Mm. because she's so much happier and I would love to have a boob job the other way because my boobs are so small and I'm not a skinny mini that I do sometimes look like a 12 year old, you know, when 12 year olds are just getting boobs, but they've still got puppy fat. I look like that. Oh yeah. You know, like not the look I'm going for as a 38 year old woman, but I would never get it done because the thought of having, and I say this is someone with a lot of metal in my body, including my wrist, the thought of having foreign objects inserted into my body that I have no control over like boob implants it just freaks me out too much that I wouldn't do it and I've always been like no 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 I would never put myself through that much pain for something aesthetics or whatever but since having the third child I would have a tummy tuck I would if they could just sort out if they could just take off the slab of fat I can I can literally it's after my cesarean like there's like a little bit of skin that will never yeah. go and it's no, annoying and I, I never know whether to tuck it in my knickers or well, not it's so awful and the thing is even when <laughs> when I was really ill with a stomach thing and I lost two stone in six weeks and I was really thin and my my I had all this horrible testing because they thought something was seriously wrong and luckily it wasn't um but I got, you know, I was eight stone. And that 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 slab of fat was still there. It's just, and it's so weird. So I would happily have that removed. Um, <coughs> and the thing is, although I'm trained in aesthetics, and I'm a big believer in aesthetics, I would have it surgically removed. You can have loads of um, like fat freezing treatments and things which are much less invasive so if someone's scared of the the downtime or the that they don't want the general aesthetic or whatever and I have a, a a friend who I trained with who who runs a clinic and the results I've seen from her treatments that she does are incredible but I'm such an all or nothing person that I'd be like I want the full worth I want every 
extra ounce of fat on that slab gone so that I can just move on. And yeah, anything they can do about the diastasis recti would be. Do you know what else do I anything like? about that? Do they re-sew it? Yeah, they can do it. They can. They put a bit of gauze, I think. Because a friend of mine, hers was so bad that they did it on the NHS. Yeah, like sometimes when I'm doing my breathing exercises, like yeah, and draw it in. I like try and visualize like someone doing up a corset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I normally do it at the end of the, of the gym when I'm doing my cool down. And if I don't really concentrate, I end up sitting there like this. Oh yeah, <laughs> like with the tongue out. Hung out while I closed. Joe's <laughs> always like, I can tell when you're really tired because we're watching telly and you start doing it with one eye closed. And I'm like, yeah, the other eye's gone to sleep. I would also like Botox in my armpits because I've heard that that makes you not sweat. Yeah, Botox is a very good... Um, so I'm very... I get asked about Botox a lot because that's my area. of Facial aesthetics is my area of expertise. And I'm very anti-Botox, but uh, Botox to stop you sweating is really effective. So if anyone is listening to this and they are worried about excessive sweating. Do you reckon that's what Prince Andrew had? Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Maybe. I don't sweat. My friend, I've had, I've got friends who have it and it works a treat. Um, and, and for that, and I have friends who have had Bell's palsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really good for that it can really help for that so I'm all for Botox medically because it has a place there but I wouldn't ever ever have it done for aesthetic purposes I've never seen anyone less in need of Botox than your forehead right now maybe. I mean honestly maybe I've already had it now I haven't <laughs> don't know that you would you have it without telling me I would I had, I'd have to not tell you and I just wear a cap. I think, but also I think a lot of p- people get Botox when actually fillers would be better. And like, I do this I'm, as well a lot. Yeah, you see, um, I have me a trying to, look, trying to work out what I look like with lip fillers. But that's cannula the lip filler, which is the newest. And my friend has that and she looks beautiful, but she says it's really painful. Oh yeah, no. Um, I know, it's, all, about it is, it's like when you start using filters on Instagram when you take them off and you and you, you feel as whatever dissolve or yeah, whatever then you're like oh god oh this is what really i look like i'm all up for fillers i think if anyone wants fillers I mean, and also the celebrity who is a really good example of fillers done right is sarah michelle geller if you look at Sarah Michelle Gellar, she loves the company who does her fillers so much that she is happily advertising them, which loads of celebrities deny having any work done. She is such a good advert for it because she looks bloody amazing. Yeah, but where she had them? She'll have had... So... I'm looking at... I'm, I'm Googled it. Google... Everyone now Google Sarah Michelle Gellar. Okay, and then we all know what she's talking about. So... so do that now. So, so hyaluronic fillers, I really like because um, they use 
the hyaluronic acid you make naturally in your skin anyway it's what naturally makes your skin plump so that's why babies are so plump they have really good collagen and really good hyaluronic acid and it all depletes as you age so it's putting something natural in and i'm kind of okay with it whereas botox just chemically for me is a is a scary so can you have fillers in other places other than your lips oh yeah so 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 a lot of people you know if you have the 11s i'm very cleverly sitting with my back to a window so you can't really see but you know i the have them yeah look the look. crease in between yeah so loads of people get botox for that Right. But actually, quite often, fillers, a little bit of fillers would be way better. Yeah, look, way better. So but that, I don't think it's, yeah. It makes absolute, look, you look absolutely fine. Or maybe just a, just one of these, a bulldog clip. Yeah. And look, put it back, stick pin it, it back. Pin it back, pin back some extra skin. Um. <laughs> So yes, lots of people get, get the Botox for that. And I think fillers are much better because because also your skin, your your body is happy and it processes the hyaluronic acid. Whereas I don't know. I have a real horror. I think I have a horror of loads of illnesses, obviously, but I have a real horror of motor neuron disease. Um and the way that Botox works is it messes with the transmitters between your nerves and your muscles. And for me, I'm just like, no, it's too, it's too much messing with, even though I know obviously there's no link, there's no, but how do we know? Botox is relatively new. Do, do, do. So get fillers, Jim, if you're gonna do it, but you can have fillers anywhere. It's literally just inserting like a gel, like water attracting substance, but I would, oh, do you know what I would? And I would train in microneedling just to be able to do my own under under the chin area. God, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because I never look at you and think it's. I've never, I've never noticed yours. <laughs> but as soon as anyone says to me, <coughs> "What would you get done on your face?" I'm always like this. This. I want that gone. And I will get my hoods done. My mum had her hoods oh, done. Yeah, I need that doing too. And she, I don't know why I didn't do this years ago. It revolutionised my life. I'm worried about you, Gem. I don't think you should have it done at all. <laughs> I feel like it's a slippery slope and you'll come on, you're looking like one of those, like Jackie Stallone. <laughs> I won't do it. I've got to spend all my money on spending on still renovating my house. I can't. Thank God, never stop the renovations. So don't, 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 boys, sorry about the fact that your windows aren't double glazed yet, but look at mummy's new boobs. Yeah, <laughs> mummy doesn't need new boobs. No, no, but I was using that as an example. Look at, look at mummy's new forehead. <laughs> but Sarah Michelle Gellers had fillers in between her eyebrows. She's had some in her cheeks, I think. Yeah, she's definitely... I think she, I just think she looks well, she does, she looks her age. You know who else, who else looks good and also her age is Reese Witherspoon. Yes, yeah, she does look bloody great, doesn't she? She had work. Um, 
Yeah, she looks good for her age. I hate it when people say that you look good for your yeah, age. I mean, but what I mean, what, I never say it for her age. I say she looks her age. She looks yes. good and her age. I don't want, I mean, she looks great in her, yeah, she, bloody hell. Do you know what though? She's got a heart-shaped face and that does age well. Do you know, um, have you ever seen Wild, that, that film that she was in, Wild? No. You ever read the book? No. You'd like it. Would I? You'd like the book, yeah. Why? Because it's about, it's about, it's based on a true story of a woman yeah. called Cheryl Strayed, but her surname Strayed isn't her real surname. She renamed herself that after she'd strayed. Okay. Anyway, she she goes on this self-discovery journey where she walks the South Pacific Trail or something like that. No, yeah. Pacific Trail. Anyway. Pacific Trail, yeah. And it's and she's just on her own and it's just such a good book. Okay. And the film actually with Reese Witherspoon, it's good, but I prefer the book. It's just a good book. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's good. Good Gemma recommendation. Gemma. It's also good on Audible. Book and Club Corner. I'm so obsessed with um the my in listening to my Inspector Montalbano on my Audible. What? Inspector Montalbano? No. He's an Italian, it's an Italian, you know, police crime thing yeah but literally it takes me out of england and drops me in hot sicily oh yeah and there's like delicious food descriptions i um, went to i went to sicily as mount etna was erupting i remember that but it's always erupting well i but want to not, show you I mean, an example of changing you yourself to work with your aging process, which is my right. hair, I think. Oh, <laughs> well, that's looking lovely. You're right. <laughs> like Cruella Deville. But look, so I've had like greys put in, and yeah. now I don't have to have my hair dyed every four weeks anymore. Yeah, I've skipped the horrible interim. Yeah. Are you, are you loving it? Yeah, I am. I would never go. I could never go back to an all-over block dark color again. Um, you know that picture that you found the other day of us in front of the red wall. Yeah. Though I think I just stopped dyeing my hair. You got highlights in that picture. No, that's just old hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's just that's like my own natural balayage. Where, okay. Um, because I've got a red undertones to my hair. My mother yeah. is a redhead. Um, once my hair grows to a certain length and the sun gets to it, it reddens up, and so the dye it would make the dye red. So my hairdressers were always like, "Why has someone put red in?" And I'd be like, "No, it's just mm. the root cover, my dark brown root cover." Yeah. Once, anyway. So, but I look at my hair in that picture and I look at my hair in, in like videos that I've posted where I'm dyeing my hair and I'm like, oh, it does make you look younger though. And it's really hard to not 
then immediately be like, okay, well, I'm going to go and diet. It's really difficult, but I remember thinking to myself, do you want to be doing this every month for the rest of your life? No, and I, 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 that's part, so I stopped dyeing my hair because I'm quite an eco person. (coughs) And I know you can get eco-friendly hair dye, but I was like, it's not a necessity for me to be doing this to the water and it's completely everyone's personal choice but I hate the process I feel terrible about myself if you stick me in front of a mirror for two hours three hours I come out soul destroyed and so I just stopped doing it and now that I've got to a certain stage of grey I can't go back because it's taken me years the interim growing out of your grey hair is awful um so well, there's some amazing like if you put gray hair into instagram there's some amazing oh, like my one of joe's cousins went gray she went gray really early and she's got this lovely skin tone she's got a sort of quite dark white but like my dad would say swarthy skin tone um she's outside a lot but these bright blue eyes and then this steel grey hair. And I remember her being really like, oh, my hair's so grey. And I I was just like, it looks incredible. It looks like hair, people would dye their hair Mm. to get hair hair that colour. Yeah, I've got a question. So I do see pictures of that and I'm like, maybe I should just dye it all grey. But the fact is, it's not all grey. It's the majority of it's still brown, so... Um, so that's why I stopped. I have a question. I, I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Have a question. Yeah. <laughs> if you could choose any colouring, eyes, hair, what would you pick? What combo? I was very resentful about this growing up because my dad has black hair, black, black, dark black hair, bright blue eyes, and my mum has auburn hair like she was fairly fairly brightly ginger when she was young and green eyes and I've got sludgy brown hair and I have got green eyes but they're not bright so I'd happily keep brown hair I really like brown hair and light green eyes so if I could lighten my eye color up a bit I would but my dad also went gray by the time he was 30 and I have got that gene so thanks for that I would want to be like proper like Ginny Weasley red yeah with green eyes like my mom. yeah that's what I want this and, nice and freckles nice freckles. my mom's got freckles everywhere like completely freckly arms so she go as soon as she goes in the sun, all her freckles join together, and she's got a tan. It's like cheating. <laughs> that is cheating. It's so cheating. Um, <laughs> but it is really nice because she's got very pale skin underneath, but she never has that thing. You know, when you get your legs out after winter. God, Chippy, it's going to be like forty times worse because, like, now when everyone's coming out of the pandemic and lockdown, and hardly anyone's been on holiday, and the first time everyone gets their legs out on the beach, the first time where everyone. Gonna get to see it from space. Yeah. 
<laughs> Chippy's out for house again. There's a weird phenomenon happening on the beaches of Spain this year. We're birds, not are, sure. birds are dropping out of the sky, but they realise they've got blindness. It's <laughs> what's going to happen. It is. It is what's going to happen. Um, so yeah. So I, I am not adverse to tweakments. I've never actually heard that word before. Um, tweakments are non-invasive. Tweet or they're not non-invasive but treatments are like little like botox or fillers i i am very wary of having them because i know what i would do it's a slippery slope yeah i think maybe that's why if i got my tummy done and my mum my mum's like you should be saving up to get your tummy done um i think maybe that's why i'd be like if i got this done surgically it doesn't feel like an aesthetic procedure. Or, or would it be and like, you know, when you, paint, slope? you paint a room in your house and then every, all the other rooms need painting. Does it feel like that? I don't know. I just, I think I'm so, like I've said it before, I'm so obsessed with with my weight and I, and I would be concerned that I'd have it done and then it would just come back liposuction yeah and the thing is i used to know i I used to know someone who had liposuction done regularly really well i like if i look at myself critically in the mirror and no clothes on from behind i'm okay with it i've got a waist i've got a big bum i'm slightly top heavy on the leg but i'm okay with that i'm okay with being botticelli-esque from the back do you know what i mean i don't need to be a skinny mini but it is that you know as you were saying like this slab on the front that's literally it's not a sort of normal shape mine's like a little rectangle do you know what we need to do you know how like how how can we do it how can we make that trendy yeah. So like, you know, kids, how, like... I, I should say that my kids love it in a weird way. They like, they love it. Like I was carrying Jim the other day and he was sitting, I was sort of resting him on it as you do. If you're carrying, like I was chatting to him, he was facing me and I was just cuddling him after school and he was kind of resting on my tummy and he was like, because we joke about it. Because I'm always like, this is this is your doing. This was to keep you comfy and protected. That's why I've got it. Let's not be rude about it. Because I'm so trying, I'm raising three little white boys. I'm trying to make them as un- unannoying as possible for the future <laughs> world. And um, so I was like, you know, this is why I have this shape. And I have this shape because when you're in my tummy, my body wants to make a nice little supportive for all bloody times I fell over whilst pregnant because my absolute sense of gravity was all over the shop um and Jim was like oh it's lucky you didn't get rid of your tummy mummy because what would I sit on and I was like yeah and they lie on it and they slap it quite often but like it it makes me want to makes me want to just throw them out of a window which is an awful thing but do you know what I mean that thing where you're like oh it really but they slap it in a way that it, they, because they find it comforting they don't do it in a they do it in a subconscious way yeah 
like when a cat's getting comfy and it does yeah. that gory thing. And my middle child, he's, he does it to my face. If he has a nightmare and he comes into my bed in the middle of the night, he'll stroke my face and then he'll just gently tap it. And they do that. And it's and obviously sleeping with that is not, not an option. Um, but it's that that they do to my tummy. And so I'm always a bit like, although it triggers me immediately to want to like jump up and down and shout about how fat they've made me. I'm also like, they find that they find it comforting they find my shape comforting and that's at least something and my husband doesn't care which is also very nice but I bloody care it and I and it's weird but I do I look at like they're obviously I'm I'm eyeing up all the new mums at school because I still don't know anyone because I've succeeded in going to week three without speaking into to anyone yet well done Chippy yeah. You mean there's not like someone that's welcomed you? That's quite rude. Joe thinks it's really rude. I'm really happy. Joe's like, "Where's my welcome?" I'm like, "I don't want to fucking welcome." Yeah, I, I think that's that's like there's, there's, there's no class, class WhatsApp group or anything like that. Well, I've been added to one. Nobody said anything, so I'm not saying anything. Hmm. Joe's desperate to be added. Um, so I've been invited to one out of three WhatsApp groups. But that's fine. But I have been eyeing up all the mums, and I do. I see if I see a thin mum in her active wear, it makes me feel terrible about myself. And I wish you know what you, you know what you want to do, Chippy. Do you know what you should do? You should come to the gym with me, and and I'll show, I'll make you fall in love with Cody and Matty on the Peloton app, and then you'll be like me at the gym. I went to the gym twice yesterday. No, no, day before yesterday. I went twice. Why? I, I went to the gym. Did a, a spin workout and um mike was at the gym as well and um he just said to me if do you do you know what you look like when you were exercising i was like well obviously you look hot and sexy and like really he's like no you're really weird because you just laughed to yourself the whole time i said that's because i'm enjoying it it's fun and they're saying fun things anyway so i did that in the morning and then later on in the day i said i think i might go to the gym again and he, went, and he went, why? I said, he said, he said, do you have a fancy man there? I was like, no. And also it's not the 1980s. Um, and like, I went back and I did a, a row, a row. It's great. You were going to quit the gym two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, well, not now. Welcome to the Gemma Coaster. I just love it because it is like, I have been thinking because I need to get the kids into swimming lessons and uh, I went to the vet yesterday mouse has got sore eyes so I went to the vet and the vet to see the vet have some eye drops in the vet and then take some eye drops home was still 25 pounds cheaper than just seeing my London vet with no medication so that was nice and I was like if the kids are going to swimming Maybe I'll join the gym. Because I did used to go to the gym and I loved it. Yeah, see, you enjoyed it. Get the Peloton app and then we can be oh, like no. Peloton friends. And then and then like it tells you who else is online at the same time. And I can like give you a little high five. You know that I wasn't really friends with the sponsor at school. They'll be like, Gemma is high-fiving you on the Peloton app. Why, where are you going? Where are you going? Chippy, Chippy has left the group. Chippy has left the building. No, I just think I just think I just think it's great. 
It really puts me in a good mood. We'd like to give a shout out to, I don't know why they're Australian. We'd like to give a shout out to Gemma who keeps messaging us, asking us to say hi. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I did from my, my favourite instructors. If anyone is any laundrette has got the Peloton app, um, my favourite instructor is Matty Majakimo. I think that's how you say it. And Cody, I don't know his surname. But I've, okay, Matty does the running on the treadmill. And you do yeah. like, you can do a running boot camp. So you're like, which is good because if you get bored of like running for like 30, it's boring, isn't it? Like, yeah, so boring. So Matty will go like, we're going to do 10 minutes, this incline, you change your inclines, he switches it up. They're like, he has like fun facts. He talks to you about stuff and he has some yeah, music. That's too much for me. And then we do, do and you... then you get off and then you do 10 minutes weights and you get back on, do 10 minutes running and then you get back on off and do 10 minutes weights. Great. Can I not just do 10 minutes running, 10 minutes weights, 10 minutes running whilst listening to murder podcasts? Yeah, you, you can, but I mean, it's not the same. That's and that would be free. I mean, why get something for free when you can pay like £11 a month for it? No, why would you? What's been your positive for the week, Chiffy? God, why does it take me by surprise every week? Oh, do you know what? I've got a very, I've got a very niche positive. Okay. So. Um, I'm in the process of, of a very long drawn out. Uh, mental health diagnosis and part of it involves being completely hyper fixated on certain things and for about I lost about two days last week to being completely fixated on bedspreads because I like like to be in the office Mm. but I hate getting into bed in clothes Mm. But sometimes if you're just sitting on the bed, it's cold. So I was like, if I got a bedspread, then I could snuggle up in the boffice, but it would be very much my outside clothes bedspread. Anyway, so my poor husband, I literally, but the, uh, the bedspread I found was A, 295 quid. I sent it to you. Beautiful. But also, lost the words. Dry clean only. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, three dogs. No. Oh, dry clean only. And then I found an old duvet, king-size duvet, in the garage. So I've washed that. I've ordered a special cover for it. And I got... And that's coming. That's being made somewhere. I don't know why. Joe was in charge. Joe took over because he was sick of hearing about it. But I also ordered two big... 65 centimeter by 65 centimeter cushions that are now on my bed and it's and it's silly but literally because I, I go to my mum's house and she's got these big cushions and every opportunity <coughs> I will go and sit on my bed with the big cushions mm. but it's I and I'm, I was thinking about this the other day and I was like is it a mum thing where for some reason in my head I couldn't have those cushions on my bed. It was too luxurious. Do you know what I mean? It was like, so I just bloody ordered some and they arrived. And then I literally within two minutes of them arriving was asleep, propped up in my bed like an old woman. So that's my positive of the week. I've, I've made 
rather than associating guilt and laziness with wanting to lie on my bed during the day and I lie on my bed to do my work or read for my podcast or whatever I'm not literally like asleep because (coughs) that would have its own concerns but rather than feeling guilty and bad about it I've embraced it and I've made a sort of daytime arrangement and I'm still thinking that I might set up my old bed in my conservatory when it's not And I'm What's like, your positive? Look, I can make myself look like a Cluedo, Cluedo, a Cluedo thing. Is it Miss Scarlet? Yeah, look. You're doing very well Well on the, uh, you do look like a Cluedo thing. <laughs> you do very well on the blanket scarf. Yeah. Front at the moment. And my positive is I had an opportunity to reassert my boundaries. How's that going? So what happened was I went to, um, I found a local farm that sells chicken food. Yeah. Bulk, right? Yeah. So I'll pop down there, I need to get some food. So it's like about two minutes away. So I drove down there, drove into this farmyard and there was two um, farmer gentlemen um, unloading a truck with a forklift. And I thought, oh God, sod's law, wherever I park, I will park in the place I'll get in there. That sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I wound down the window and I was like, hiya. Um, <laughs> that's hiya. Like, hiya. Just come for some chicken food. And I was like, hiya. Just come for some chicken food. Where's the best place for me to park? And helpfully, one of the farmer gentlemen went out the bloody way. So I thought, oh. So I just parked my car in the middle of the yard, got out and walked to the shop. <laughs> Oh, good. I was going to say, woman, I parked right where they... The woman in the shop was absolutely wetting herself. She was like, good for you. And they could, they, they could like still hear, they, they could hear yeah. the conversation. I was like, well, I did ask him. I said, if he's going to try and be smart and give me a bloody stupid answer, then that's what he gets. And she's like, yes, it's yes. She's yes. Like, I love that. I, was, I literally opened my mouth to say I'd have parked yeah. in front of his tractor. It was just so yeah. much fun. And then, um, and then I was there for about ten minutes, collecting my chicken food, popped it in the in the thing, and then we all had a lovely sarcastic wave as I drove off. <laughs> Good, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Isn't it a lovely feeling? And I got home. I can't wait to tell Mike. <laughs> oh, I, that's good. Yeah, it is. And then something else happened yesterday. It's not really positive, but it was uh, all for goodness' sake. I'm glad I wasn't that person. So. Um, I was parked in a car park and it was, the car park was off quite a narrow road. And as I was leaving the car park, there was a big articulated lorry that was parked perpendicular across the road, stuck. Right. Blocking both lanes of the road. Couldn't move. Completely jammed. So I parked thinking, oh, he'll just reverse, but I parked next to this bin lorry. And there was a bin man and a bin woman. And I wound down the window and I said, how, how long has he been doing this? And they went, put it this way, we've unpacked the sandwiches. And I was like, oh God, really? I said, well, I haven't had any lunch. And because of course, first of all, I didn't think of my stomach and how, you know, I was hungry. Um, anyway, so I said, I'm, oh, I said, I'll just park up and I'll just, knit, I'll just pop to the shop. 
anyway the lady comes running um to find me she went, we've we've made you we've, we've, we're going to hold the space you can turn right squeeze through the gap she was going save yourself save yourself we're stuck here but save yourself so i got out it's at half 11. when i went drove past to pick the kids up at half past three still there the police had closed the road <laughs> that person must have had a really bad day oh my god that's all it was that jammed I don't know how it wasn't there this morning. I don't know how they managed to get it free, but somehow they freed the truck. But every time you moved, because the man who was driving the bin lorry said, like, look, he said, every time I moves, watch that telegraph pole. And this telegraph pole was like bending. Oh. That would have been me. That would have been me. I, sometimes I panic and have a brain freeze. You know what I haven't done for ages, which I used to do quite a lot. You know when you're driving sometimes and something goes wrong, like you're doing a turn in the road when you just started part driving, or and every now and again I'd be like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get out. I'll buy a new car. <laughs> I'd rather save up and buy a new car. I'm just gonna leave. Yeah, I reckon that must be what he was thinking because the traffic jam either side and the amount of people helping. Oh, but the thing is, and this is why your uh, chicken feed story just reminds me of stuff that I do quite regularly whilst driving. I bet actually people weren't helping as much as if it was a woman. The number of times that I've been doing something right and men have got out to help. And I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no. I'm really doing that. I do know what I'm doing. I bet if Mike had driven to the farm, wound down the window and said, All right, mate, where do you want me to put the car? He went, Just over there, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't have said to Mike, Out of the bloody way. And I always used to say to Joe, if Joe took three boys and three dogs to the park, he'd have loads of women say to you, Oh, you're so amazing. Oh, you're so good. Oh, you're oh, so good. Or oh, is it Daddy Daycare? Oh, you're so good. And if I do it, I have people tutting. I have people saying, oh, that dog should be on a lead. Oh, that dog shouldn't be on a lead. Oh, did you know that your child just did this? And I'm like, God, you go and everyone treats you like you're a bloody prince. And I go and I have everyone correcting me. This has turned into a little rant, hasn't it? <laughs> Sleep on the top of a slippery slope. I would like to do a shout out to Anne Harrod, laundrette, who bought me some minstrels. You went. You just. You went off. Who? Who? Anne Harrod. Oh, minstrels. She bought me some minstrels from my buy me a coffee thing, which I've changed. It's not coffee. It's minstrels because I need to be kept in those. And she's very sweetly said she bought the app. I think she bought the book. Uh, and she wanted to support me, so oh. she bought me minstrels, and I think that's, that's a shout-out. Oh, that's did, lovely. Actually. That means she listens. She listens, and she bought me, and I did today. I had to go and pick up, ooh, I'm obsessed with, and I bought a thong. I thought you should know. thought of you, bought a thong. Bought the Flexi Fit Full Cup T-shirt bra from Marks & Spencer's it's like not wearing a bra and then whenever I put all my other bras on they felt like a torture device so I just bought myself two new bras and then because of the jumpsuit that you're wearing 
no, I have yeah. one off mm-hmm. needs thong. It does. You can't have a VPL. No. So I bought a flexi fit thong to go with it. I don't know why. They... Oh, and I bought myself some minstrels. So I just wanted to do a shout out to Anne Harrod for that. Um, um, but there was something else I had to say. But it's gone. I was going to tell you this before you went. Um, oh, no, one... no, 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 no. Just, I remember what it is. Go on. I'm on my four. Day... Well, if I do the kitchen. You want a streak? I'm on my four day streak. Oh, if I do the kitchen today. Do it. It makes such a difference to any laundrettes who have fallen off the Tom wagon or don't do Tom. Makes a massive difference. Because it was week one and I haven't been able to find a cleaner. I'm, I'm always the first person to be like, as long as I have a cleaner, life can go on. But no one around here seems to have any good recommendations for anyone who, and I, I need someone basically who tidies. Do you mm. know what I mean? I want someone who comes and sorts and... Uh, that doesn't seem to be a thing. It says, like, it's week one. I'm going in. We're tomming. And the just... And it's so tempting to get carried away and to do too much. And then I know that that will just piss me off. So I've been like, no. Like, so yesterday, so I've added bathrooms into my hallway because I've mm-hmm. got a smaller... I used to have four floors, so hallway and stairs took ages. And I've just got one set of stairs and small hallways. So I was like, hallways and bathrooms. Then I can hoover and mop the floors, clean the bathrooms, job done. And even Joe was like, oh, it makes such a difference. Just three days, just everything being like hoovered and clean in those areas. And then today I was like, oh, it's Tom Day, it's kitchen day. I've got to do this. And I was like, no, you're going to do half an hour. So I just thought, I, A, shout out to Jem for her <laughs> clever ways. But also, if there's any laundrettes who had fallen by the Tom wayside, yeah, get back on it. Um, what I was going to say was, um, which is completely off topic and really random, I don't know why I remembered it, but I used to go to a school as a mom, like my, my kids used to go to a school where one of the dads, who was a single dad, would come to come to pick up dressed as in like an army outfit. Yeah. He wasn't in the army. Oh. And on all the mums, it reminded me of it when you said that Joe used to, um, when Joe would take the dogs and the kids to the park, women would flop around him and say how amazing he was. Yeah. But anyway, and um, he he just he just said one day he said, well, you, you know, I wouldn't get half as much attention if I just came in jeans and a t-shirt. <laughs> Oh my god! This has, in turn, reminded me of. I don't know if you had this at your schools when your kids started, but when Ned started, and they were like, "We want to know what all the mums and dads do, so that you can come in and talk to the kids about your job, mm. if it's something." Sounds like, like the teacher was a little bit nosy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the school, not the teacher. But they, um, um, <laughs> the fact that she's like, not for any reason, just because I want to know. Um, yeah, just nosy. So I was like, well, obviously, makeup artistry is really high on the list, and Botox is is high on the list of stuff. So <coughs> someone was like, well, I run a charity that helps kids in Africa. So she went in and did that, and everyone was going in, and I obviously was not going in. And then 
this mum and dad turn up to pick up and they are a A&E consultants in London hospitals who also do the air ambulance. So they bloody turn up in their air ambulance kit, which is like big boots, belt with loads of stuff on it. And we were all just like, I was like, I've, I've got a belt for my makeup brushes. <laughs> I've got a belt as well. And I've got, I've got DMs and I wear black like a mine. Everyone can see you, you're yellow, but I, I look like a mine. Literally, the parents stopped going in after that. We were like, how can we compete with that? We can't, we can't. We One can't, of the dads can't. at the private school down the road was in the army and he got a fucking helicopter to land in the park. I was there with my children. Army child, I cried. Land an army helicopter in front of me, I will weep. It's like my only outlet. Oh. And so, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall, we shall speak to you all next week. And I would just like to say that I have been keeping track and the laundrettes I know will concur when I say this. You are appearing to be thawing. You're crying one. I cried about the army helicopter um, when Jim was two. He's now six. But what I mean is that- I was crying about something else. I cried a lot about leaving London, which was unexpected. Uh, yes. And nobody really knew how to deal with it, including the family. Uh, it was very <laughs> odd. Everyone, it was like a science experiment. Everyone just sort of yeah. looked and were like, oh, it's leaking. Does oh. it, normally, it doesn't normally leak. Someone plug her up. Yeah, someone, someone die and then it'll completely, she'll be sealed for the rest of the time. <laughs> okay, now genuinely say goodbye now this time. Proper goodbye. Proper goodbye, everyone. Bye.